0: to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast which we smash apart the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one minute chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity Podcast.
1: Hey, and I'm Professor Kabasco Oh and welcome to today's class where we're gonna have a brief discussion about the Oedipus Complex.
0: Yay.
1: <laughs> so Bring your mother. What are, <laughs> Well, or your father, I mean it depends, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Like I don't, I don't I don't see. Okay, so <laughs> Let's just let's just have a conversation <laughs> on this, right? Um, Oedipus. It's spelled O-E-D-I-P-U-S, right? Mm-hmm. First, a fifth-century uh, Greek um, BC Greek mythological character, Oedipus, right. who un- unwittingly nice.
0: oh, I was going to say, as Tom Lehrer said, it's a boy who really loved his
1: mother. Oh my god! <laughs> he kills his father. He marries his mother. There was a play on this. It was called mm-hmm. Oedipus Rex. It was written by Sophocles around 429 BC. Now, here's the deal. In terms of what does this have to do with anything? Okay, so the Oedipus <laughs> complex, if you've ever heard about it, it's a psychoanalytic theory. Sigmund Freud introduced it, it, introduced this concept in his Interpretation of Dreams from 1899. He coined the expression in his A Special Type of Choice of Object made by Men in 1910. So, it, now is this before or after he time traveled with Bill and Ted? The, i mean a lot of things happen there's a lot of stuff going on (laughs) he's a busy guy with the id and the everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot of things are happening right now what is this about so the positive oedipus complex refers to a child's unconscious sexual desire for the opposite sex parent and hatred for the same sex parent a negative oedipus complex refers to a child's unconscious sexual desire for the same sex parent and hatred for the opposite sex parent i could go further but i won't here's the interesting part (laughs) interesting part about this Freud and all the many of the psychoanalysts after him, they saw the father complex and in particular ambivalent feelings for the father on the part of the male child as an aspect of the Oedipus complex. Carl Jung takes a sort of a different view that both males and females could have a father complex, which in turn might be either positive or negative. First, thanks Wikipedia. <laughs> Second, I have taken the long Crazy way around dreams. of presenting a core theme of this minute that we'll call daddy issues (laughs) let me just say (laughs) there is a lot going on with feelings
0: yeah you know interesting you you talk about that kind of stuff because in during peter david's run this was actually a a major part of the the hulk mythology is that something he added in is about bruce's dad like yeah. that was a, that was the thing. I mean, we we saw it a little bit in the two thousand three Ang Lee Hulk, right? Uh, but like that was definitely something that they brought in about like, well, why is this mild mannered scientist so angry? Oh okay well as as you know we we were talking about uh, in a very different conversations uh, broken people break people and yes. that was sort of what the what his his uh, his theory was is like that's why Bruce has this deep well of rage is because of uh, the horrible things that happened to him when he was a kid Sir, so what are
1: we really saying is that the incredible hulk not only as a character but as of a cinematic event is not just the arc of a character wrought with rage in a superhero-driven universe, but it is also a psychoanalytic example of what can happen deep within the recesses of one's mind in dealing with life.
0: Ooh. Uh, nah, it's just a nah, movie about big green a... guys punch each other in the face. Come on with your smart talk. I want to see big green guys throwing cars at each other. Oh When's that going to happen? What's going
1: on here?
0: Get out of here. Just <laughs> blow stuff up. <laughs> And and I think this is this is exactly what's going on in Act Three is there were two different forces at work uh, behind the scenes and actually
1: uh, no and, and I mean and okay I, and I and we honestly didn't...
0: God it is because like that's we we've been talking about this like Act Three is our our least favorite part of this movie yes and, like, the wheels are coming off the wagon I can tell you I feel like an entire wheel drops between minute eighty four and eighty five like in here like we're on by the time we get to like eighty six we're only on three wheels. But to get to the rest of the thing, if I
1: mean that yeah. yes because yeah, there is a lot more there was a lot more planned or at least not, in one person's vision
0: oh the podcast is not going to turn into a hate fest but no, we're also not, not no. we're also going to be realistic about like right. where things are going because right it, the, the, the the creaking sounds are getting quite loud here uh, right. as as the plot machinations are uh, like the the gears are not quite uh, meshing together anymore here in minute eighty four of uh, Louis Leterrier's two thousand eight film The Incredible Hulk. So we uh, pick up where we left off, which is uh, Blonsky slapping Bruce around, like why are you hitting yourself, why are you hitting yourself, why are you hitting yourself, <laughs> like it's uh, <laughs> it basically like because Blonsky doesn't want Bruce, he wants the other guy. Uh, so and he's getting really frustrated, and so unfortunately, uh, and then and we heard the heart monitor uh, start to go up before, but now. As he's as he's slapping him around, and and apparently, in th- one of the takes that that they used, Tim Roth actually backhanded him like he oh, <laughs> really, really hit Edward across the face for reals. Uh, <laughs> uh they had to be like, "Oh, uh, sorry," like he got a little too into his uh, his Blonsky junkie. Now, role. did they use uh, that? Now, that no, where would, apparently they... one of the shots in there that where he hits him is a real hit. Oh, funny. Yeah, but it's a very fastly edited thing, so sure. it's it's hard to tell right. which it is. Um, uh, so, but, uh, as I think, like, what we'd expect is, uh, you know, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry, but no. Like, instead, you actually hear the heart rate monitor starting to drop. So, right. whether it's the the trank or the cure, it ain't working like it used to. Right. Uh, so, like, the heart rate is dropping down. And then all the other soldiers running in, like, because they had to actually go up the stairs the normal way, not the not the Blonsky way. Uh, they start yelling for him, and it's like, Ugh. So then Blonsky, like, takes his gun and just basically bashes him right across the face. Blam! Like, knocks him out. And we see, like, a, a flash of white, essentially, as he goes. And then the screen goes entirely black.
1: Well, and we looked at that. We we really put, yeah. put that up, pulled that apart because there is a moment where you, it doesn't... It's just not white. It looks like, oh, there's something there. Yeah. And it is the microest of seconds because yeah. it's only, like, maybe three like, frames. Right. It's and because uh, you don't even see it. Like, even, like, on our tools and stuff... But if you see it, you thought, oh, wait, did we find something? Is something hidden here? No. What we realized, and you saw it, you found it, it was the inverse of the image so that you can clearly see the ceiling panels and everything else. So nice effect, though. Yeah, it's a nice effect because it basically is just
0: like the white of the impact and then it goes entirely black. Uh, So they just sort of inverted the colors and then out he goes well it's almost uh, kind of
1: like the effect of like you know if you've ever been if you've ever hopefully not you've ever get hit in the head or something yeah, you know right. you kind of see those stars or like that yeah. like flash of white that's actually the effect so it's actually well done
0: yeah uh so then uh then we we play a little booth time here we jump ahead or eh, maybe 10 minutes because like basically they've brought up the bed they've strapped him into the bed they brought it back down. Uh, and so <laughs> this is the, one of the weirdest pieces of trivia that I found when we were when doing this. So they're wheeling him out, and he's got a, cool, a blue compress on his head. Rob, why do you suppose he's got a blue compress on his head?
1: Because he had a headache?
0: Uh, no, it's because he had long hair. This is a reshoot, baby! Oh, Woo!
1: no! That's right. His way. hair had
0: been totally different, so they put the blue compress on his head to so you wouldn't notice the fact that Bruce Banner's hair had changed from upstairs to downstairs.
1: Wait, what?
0: <laughs> if I was ever doing it at this point, I would be annoyed because like I'm like you. I was shooting another the movie. You brought me back in to strap me the gurney. I don't say a word. Like you couldn't have found. Anybody to do this? To-
1: Wait, that's why Oh, hold on because we got to talk about this then. Yeah,
0: just like we talked about with the with one of the other previous scenes where he had the uh, when he wakes up in the cave. He had to have his arm over his head because his hair was different because he was already shooting, I think it's Pride and Glory is his next movie. His hair was different, and so they had to put a compress on his head to cover up the fact that his hair was a different length and, and uh, I think a, almost a different color.
1: But wait, th- this is funny because it does explain something, and I'm sure, okay, I don't think it was this obvious, but it just makes me laugh now. So he comes out. Ross yeah. talks to him, and we'll talk about what he talks to him about. Yeah. But when they shoot it, Edward Norton just is looking is not looking at him. Yeah. He, is, he has done one of those conversations where you've ever been really ticked off when you've had a conversation with somebody, uh-huh. and you've picked an imaginary point in space, and you are going to look that space right in the eye. That's what he does. Yep,
0: my daughter does this to me all the time, and it drives me crazy.
1: Oh my, well, no. And I got to tell you this, I even thought to myself when I was watching this thinking, well, that's odd because he should be groggy. He's not groggy. He's intense. In pissed off intense mm-hmm. that's why because he didn't want to do that yeah, that's right so he's like he's like i didn't even act at all i'm just gonna lay here and be like i can't
0: believe they brought me back in and put me in the costume well, I just have to wow but I, well,
1: because it does not make sense i,
0: I like uh, for for bruce banner i like it that he gives him nothing well yeah I know like he's not gonna be mad or, or angry or bargaining or anything he's just like whatever old man like go <laughs> go comb your mustache jeez so, so what is, um, yeah,
1: what does he say to him? It's pretty. Uh, uh, he says,
0: "If you took it from me, it being Hulk, right? Like the Hulk, you know the, the. If you took it from me, I'm gonna put you into a hole for the rest of your life. A hole,
1: <laughs> and I'm gonna throw away the key. No, wait, we won't even put lotion down to you in a bucket. Not so, gonna happen." <laughs>
0: Yeah, and That's... like I said, Bruce just nothing, just nothing. Oh yeah, whatever. So then, uh, yeah, Betty gets a jacket from a soldier. Soldier comes out there, I'm like, oh, somebody's looking for a Yeah, promotion. what's that? What's that all about? Right? Like, oh, you're <laughs> taking like, oh, a jacket, dude. you know who? Do you know who that is? No, who is it? That? That's the general's daughter. Oh man, uh, I'm gonna give her my coat. <laughs> hey, Miss Ross, if you happen to mention to the general that I was right, and who's the guy in the
1: stretcher? <laughs> well, her former boyfriend. Oh, so she's available. Oh, so she's <laughs> <laughs> so she's
0: single. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> so then Betty goes to, to Cedar Bruce, like to follow along, and, uh, you know, Ross catches her. And she says, I will never forgive you for this. Uh, he says, he's a fugitive. And she said, you made him a fugitive, which I was like, ooh, point to Betty. Right. Like, good one. Yes. Uh, to cover your failures and protect your career. And it was like, like you can see that he takes that in. Oh. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, that that, uh, that that went between some of the armor <laughs> plates. Yeah, okay. Uh Whew, okay. But I mean just, you know, in his uh, William Hurt Ross kind of way, like right. he takes it and stuff to and then she says, Don't ever speak to me as your daughter again. But he says, It's only because you're my daughter that you're not in handcuffs too. So it's like, Oh point to thunderbolt That's how you drop a <laughs> mic on a daughter.
1: I mean, that is just <laughs> I mean, I mean, okay. And I mean, of course, I made the joke about daddy issues, but I mean, yeah. good lord! I mean, this so, is the most dysfunctional family. What the heck?
0: Yeah. So we see that that a, a helicopter has landed apparently right in front of the building. Uh, they've loaded Bruce into it. And then so she, uh, you know, as, as she walks away from him, she goes into there. And and we had heard a helicopter in minute eighty three, and here's the helicopter right in front of the place. And, uh, well, no, this is
1: in the deleted scene. There's no helicopter in no, the, in the, regular, in the He's
0: movie. No, there is. He is in a helicopter. There's a helicopter, and you hear the... Of the helicopter right there as as they're... As so it's like, apparently, the helicopter landed in front of the building.
1: Well, wait, yeah.
0: But wait! This is where we get into, because there is a deleted scene in here, and the reason they had to put the sound effect in minute 83 of the helicopter <sighs> this coming is our, in... This was
1: our uh, fast flash uh-huh. forward. Yes.
0: Right? Is because... This is an edited scene because originally they loaded him into a Humvee, drove to the, right. the That's park where got. the helicopter That's was, and then put him on there. Right. But instead, they cut out all that stuff in the middle, and they have it be that the helicopter, apparently, this huge helicopter, lands right in the middle of campus. There's a park. Something. Yeah, exactly. In the in the five minutes from when uh, Bruce gets gets right. darted uh, until in there, and so it's like they 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 switch the two around, and then they blurred some of the background because there is a, a a longer deleted scene that goes right here, and we're going to talk about it now. It is called Ross and Spar. Uh, you can find it on the Blu-ray. I do not. It is not on the digital release. Actually, I I did some digging too because I've been saying that this whole time. When you buy the digital release, you get the trailer. Yeah. That's it. So all the if you want to see any of the special features, you gotta buy the DVD or you gotta buy the Blu-ray. Or get a YouTube account. So it, this this one's called Ross and Spar. Let's roll the clock back a little bit. So in an alternate reality, this is what actually happened in the same scene. So we go back to Bruce is in, on the gurney. So this time, instead of having a conversation with her father, Betty blows past Ross and just Boom! She's gone. Like she's like, like, I don't even, I don't, I don't even want to talk to you. Not today, Daddy. Uh, and just and goes and gets in the Humvee with Bruce, who's in in the like Gertie and stuff too. And so Major Spar, yeah, another Major Spar scene that got cut. Boo! She comes up and says, "I've never seen anyone come out of a Trank dose that fast." Oh, hey, another huge plot hole <laughs> that would have been solved by this too. Right. Because no, that's exactly Bruce got tranq yes. by this thing, and five minutes later he's like. Chilling on the on the cart, like awake and looking around. Well, and, and see,
1: isn't that funny? Because yeah. I mentioned that, and, and like, here it is. okay, yeah, that's something that didn't make sense when you're watching the the theatrical cut. That doesn't, I, yeah, anyway. exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, so she says, "Why the hell aren't we keeping him under?" Which is another great point. Once again, Spar for the win. Yes. Always sensible, like coming through right. with the information, delivered exposition in a sassy way. God bless Major Spar. Right. Um, so uh, Ross says, "You want to be the one to stick a needle in his arm that he doesn't want." But this is what this is so that like. Eh, right, fair point. This is where I, I love it. I feel like this is where the movie is lesser because, because because this thing he says next is so freaking ice cold that this would have made Ross yeah. such a better villain if they had left stuff like this in there. He says, "She's our best insurance. Keep her right next to him." He knows that if he pops off, she's the one who'll get hurt. Oh, man! he is using his own daughter as a stopgap to stop the Hulk from showing up. He's deliberately putting her in harm's way so that the Hulk won't show up and he can get what he wants. Man! That is
1: ice cold. Now, that's because she just blew right by him, like,
0: 30 (laughs) seconds ago. He had that pretty well ready. Like obviously he let her go into no, the truck because like you said, you could have put her in handcuffs and taken her away.
1: There's 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 a lot of issues here. So
0: it's so Ross then gives uh, major spars, or it's basically about Stearns. He says, I want him pinned in that lab with you and so like he goes on this whole thing. I want him to I want it's it's basically like Tommy Lee Jones' thing in the future. Right. I want to search every day, you know, he's like, I want him to count every bottle, every beaker, every anything and, and then at the end uh, then get aiding and abetting charges and get him turned over to us. Banner won't give us answers. Maybe we can get him to. So like already he's having a contingency plan. Like if the whole Banner thing doesn't work out and I gotta kill him, well I got another scientist dude who knows a lot about gamma that can probably get me a Hulk. Eh, if I can't get the one, I got the other one. Once again, once again ice
1: cold. Now, can I mention something about um, uh, makeup? Absolutely. Have you noticed something? And, and really, and actually, this deleted scene from what I can see right now at the time where they were talking about this, it is on YouTube. It is. Yes. Now. Here's an interesting point that I've noticed in seeing this. All the scenes where he is talking to Spar mm-hmm. and his face is facing the camera, his hair is almost entirely white. Oh. Hmm. If you look at him in every other moment of this scene, it's not.
0: Interesting. Do you think that's just color correction? Or do you think they actually, like, didn't, like, they had his hair was originally I think one color? This is I different?
1: think this this really is a mishmash of cuts. Because, no, I mean, it, it's it, because when I watched it the first time and I'm looking at this and going, why does he look different? Hmm. And as you're looking at it from slide to slide, you're like, oh, no, it's different because his hair is he's either he's being completely lit differently or which I think it is. This may have been all part of these scenes where they brought him back to and the person who did the makeup on the on the hair and the eyebrows and the mustache. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> they said, well, we can't <laughs> put them both with a cold compress. So, can I get another can of of white? (laughs) I mean, no, because it really is. I mean, it's it's totally noticeable in this.
0: Hmm. I mean, you can tell the footage isn't finished.
1: Oh yeah, and it's not finished. Like it well, there's so another awesome. thing. We'll, well, we'll talk about that in a second too. Yeah.
0: So they load uh, Banner and Betty into the Humvee. I don't know. I think Ross gets. I don't know if he gets the same Humvee or another one. But basically, then you see them traveling. So there's a little montage of them right. going through, and they go to a park, and that's where the helicopter is. That's sitting. where the
1: helicopter is. That's right. And the, and the thing to notice on this while it's not done is. The helicopter does not have rotors.
0: Oh, I'll see. That's We talked about that in, uh, what was that? Uh, what was, I don't know. Se- somewhere in the 70s, late 70s. Right. Um, that, uh, they had, they cut the rotors off so that they could digitally add them in later and make them right. go as fast or slow as they wanted to. So this is where the Betty Thunderbolt confrontation happens. Right. She tries to go past him. He stops her, and they have a thing. However, it plays out a little differently. Now, all the stuff you saw this minute, minute 84, all that thing happens. There's just a bunch of other stuff that happens in and around it that they cut. And if you, and if you watch both, if you watch Ross's bar and you watch the man, you'll see the same thing. They just sort of blur the background a little bit, so you can't really see that they're in a park anymore. It's just right. sort of like oh, helicopter ish. You know, like you see some stuff on there. But one of the things is when she's having her her big stand up to her dad moment, she says, and this this is one of those things where I feel like there's a lost whole portion of this movie that we never get to follow up on. And I'm hoping, seeing that having done my research on deleted scenes down the line, maybe another deleted scene will answer this because Ross's previous experiments, they, they dropped that and then never mentioned it again. This is another one of those where it's like, what? what does that mean? Right? So she says, I know what you said to him after the accident, before I woke up, what you proposed. That's why he ran away and gave up. What? What is that like? What? What did she? What did he say? What did Ross say to Bruce that made him give up on Betty and go and run and like? What was the proposal? Right. What? What? What
1: is that right. like? Well, I mean, okay. So you'd have to think it's you let me what experiment on you more. You let me take it from you. Yeah. And then and then I'll give you my consent. Yeah, I guess so. That's what I'm that assuming. That sounds reasonable. Yeah. And he was like, "Well, no, I can't can't do that." I mean, yeah. No. Like you
0: were, you were, and, like, and so there's, the, there's, there's your Oedipus complex too. Like you were going
1: to pimp out your own well, daughter. Well, one, yes. Again, because one, you're, this is, Hor- Ross is horrible. Yes. He's
0: horrible. In this horrible. Thing, but, but it makes him a good villain. It, it He is a good villain. As opposed it, to like a sympathetic military it, man it, who's just trying to do the best to protect
1: his country. It may taint my view of him in future movies. I just telling <laughs> you right now. So one, we've, 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 we've totally explored all that. But here's the other thing. That proposal changes the entire understanding of Bruce. Yeah. His sorrow. Yes. His motivation. Yeah. All of it. Because here's the deal at the end of the day. He could have had her. Yeah, right. It wasn't
0: circumstances. It was like... No. It was wrong. He
1: could have had her. He could have been normal. Yeah. He gave it all up to save the world.
0: Noble sacrifice. No, I actually know this is smarter. This
1: goes back to you can log this into. Should have been in the movie. Yes, yeah. it should have been in the movie yeah.
0: because what? You, like all the best spar and raw stuff got dropped in the Killing oh, yeah. floor.
1: yeah. No, totally. Totally.
0: Uh, oh, so a couple other uh, lines I get add in. Uh, Thunderbolt says his blood is property of the United States Army, which is something we'd heard in a, in a previous uh, deleted scene. It does this whole thing about oh, it's about. Uh, uh, justice in the American way and keep America strong and he says something like that. And she's like, you have to start with truth or the rest of it doesn't work. It's oh. so like, ooh. That's it's why it's the First done. Amendment, baby.
1: Yeah, way to go. Yeah. So way yeah, to go, baby.
0: It, it is a great, great deleted scene and would have added a whole bunch of... Now, once again, I this is... Our Act 3 problems is... Get like, to the monkey! But yeah. it's like
1: right like <laughs> yeah no like no no you've, No. You've
0: come this far like we're with you you don't have to uh.
1: this really i mean i'm already at the point where i was going to say you know i know we have been thinking about things we're going to say at the end of this right like yeah when we get mm-hmm. to the whole movie but right. there's something i can say right now i would love to see the di- <laughs> director's cut <laughs> and me and the s the plural meaning everything oh. there like yeah, i would right. like to see i would like to see the kitchen sink version yes. of the incredible hulk
0: yeah that would be that would be really interesting I mean, just throw just it all in of, yeah just yeah, you know do it rough like you don't have to have yes. finished effects and all that kind of stuff we're fine right. no you know, just yeah I want to see the assembly cut like I want to, I see, want to all see the whole the, thing I want to see like the, the decisions they made along the way yeah all yeah. three hours and 42 minutes out. right and I'm, and I'm hey if only Disney had a streaming server so they could put up that kind of stuff And uh, pennies on the dollar I mean, wouldn't that be a great right? place to go right come on but of course we're in the weird rights thing with Universal and stuff too whatever Maybe someday, but never. But maybe someday, but never. We'll see a Snyder cut before we'll see a Leterrier cut.
1: That's true. Yeah.
0: But in the meantime.
1: You know, I'll tell you something. When you think about the things that you can do, right? Like if you're at Disney, you can do those things. Mm -hmm. Imagine the things we could do. With some cash.
0: Oh, man. You know, if we had a budget to do all that kind of stuff, imagine all the fun things we think about that think, ah, we can't do that. We just don't have the money for it. Here. And In
1: I'm not real. saying we're going to do a streaming service. because, But, you know, with a little bit more money. Maybe we'd, I don't know, we could do some extra stuff. Maybe we'd move on. Maybe we'd move fully into video. Maybe we would just do, <sighs>
0: you know, you can't
1: let all they these other. See
0: our lovely beards as we're talking about the whole. The... <laughs> what?
1: Yours is lovely. Mine is more <laughs> disheveled chic. It's But, it's... The,
0: but they're never going to be able to see this because we just can't afford to do these kinds of things. If only, Rob, if only there was a way for our wonderful listeners to contribute somehow to next reel and to marvel movie Minute to keep these going and to allow us to make weird crazy wonderful things like that
1: what if they not only could do that but what if that money also gave them early access to episodes
0: Ooh, so they could see here a week before anyone else gets to hear
1: if only a place existed wait there is it's called Are you saying my dream has come true yes and it's called patreon <gasps> patreon we need the soundboard back. I
0: don't... See, just like Discord needs a needs a needs a riff. Patreon that. needs a or chorus. or just
1: a slogan. Like
0: Patreon. like hey, give your, <laughs> give your favorite Keep creative people out of the poorhouse. No,
1: give no. your give your favorite creatives a pat on the back
0: <laughs> oh, pat like Patreon. Okay,
1: I may have only thought that was funny. <laughs> you too can be a MIDI T
0: join patreon do. where do you
1: go <laughs> uh
0: yes please we, we we desperately need it even a dollar a month yes. helps us all out a lot and gets you access to all the cool behind the scenes stuff and you can see whose beard truly is more sweet yeah it's true <laughs> so you can find out more at nextreel.com slash patreon so uh we'll see you back here for minute 85 uh, i i'm warning you as a spoiler bring your tissues uh something something terrible is going to happen in 85 and and I don't know if I can uh, make it through the whole thing so we'll see what we can do so I hope you had a smashing good time until next time true believers bye